and welcome to Reach Your Potential with Tiff. Well, it's another end of the week, isn't it? Gee whiz, they fly by really quickly. I don't know if it's because I'm getting a little bit older every day or it's just the fact that, you know, just get really caught up in what we're doing. So anyway, here we are. We're at the end of another week. And what I'm going to be sharing with you today are two, I feel, really major lessons learned this week, not only for myself, but just what I'm noticing with conversations with people and um, what's going on out there in the big blue world of ours. And uh, just quickly before we continue on the lessons, I just want to wish my lovely auntie, Auntie Valdo, a happy birthday today um we've had a chat this morning so i wish you a wonderful wonderful day and i know that you're catching up with your family throughout the day and over the weekend so have a wonderful wonderful time okay so the first lesson is the harder you work the luckier you get now you hear this expression or this phrase i've heard this from many a golfer and many a sports person and many a business person really and you know, I really believe that it depends and it really depends on what you're working on and how effective it is. So if you're working, we'll use an example as a skill, let's use an example of a, a chip shot in golf, right? So you practice it and you practice it and you're really diligent with it and you feel that, you know, that it's working really well in practice, and then you get out on the golf course in a competition and, you know, you fluff it, you shank it, you blade it, you make all these mistakes with it in competition and you get really, really frustrated with yourself and you go, why can't I get this? Why isn't this working out on the golf course? I'm practicing so hard at it and I'm just not getting it. Like, why aren't I getting this? What's going on? And then you go, right, I have to do more practice. So you go back out on the practice green, you repeat the same process, you work hard, you practice, and then you go out on the golf course and guess what? You keep making the same mistakes, right? So then you start questioning this phrase, the harder you work, the luckier you get. And that's why I say it depends. It depends on what? It depends on what you're practicing, right? So then it doesn't really matter how hard you're practicing, if you're working at it really hard and it's not working, does it? So then you have to go and evaluate. And I want you to ask the question, why? Why isn't it working? Now, I'm using golf as an analogy, but you can ask this in anything, right? So just to help you, if you are a golfer and you're listening to this, or if you're you know, a sports person and you're listening to this, and you can relate this back to your own sport, you're not practicing it under pressure and you're not practicing it with any pressure, right? There's no pressure whatsoever. So when the pressure comes along, guess what? You're not coping with it, are you? So you've got to be really particular in what you practice. So you must be precise in what you practice. So this is, this is the point I want to make here is you've got to be precise in what you're actually practicing. So it's not necessarily the harder you work, the luckier you get, is it? It really depends on what you are working on and how effective it is. All right, so I just want you to be aware of that. So let's look about life, okay? Let's look at something else. Hmm, what can we look at? All right, let's look at money, now, this is always a really sensitive top topic, isn't it? Like, people have this stuff that comes up when you bring up the word money. 
right? But let's face it, the phrase, the harder you work, the luckier you get, it's always going to come up, isn't it? And I used to ask this question all the time. And I used to say, oh, man, I'm working so hard. I'm working really hard on my business. This was the lady golf teacher when I started the lady golf teacher up. And I was like, I'm just not seeing the money roll in as I'd like, right? Because we're talking about money, aren't we? And I was like, I just don't understand. I'm working really hard. I'm doing everything, but I just don't understand. Why is this not happening? Why am I not turning this into a money-making venture? Why am I not producing the results I ideally wanted to make. And when I really analysed it, there was two things going on. And these these are the two major points that, that came up. And one, I was not providing the services that my clientele wanted, right? I only, I only put together what I thought they needed because I know how to, you know, when I was putting this together, I know I knew how to help people, but I wasn't giving them the services that they wanted And also, too, it was my mindset around money, right? So when I looked at it, I was like, okay, I'm not providing the services. So the early days of when I set up the lady golf teacher, you know, I worked really hard. I spent eight months creating this most amazing online program. And I'd finished it. I I worked hard night and day. Every moment I had every break that I had from teaching everything was all focused on creating all these videos and creating these um, templates on practice and you know it was like a 45 week program and it took me eight months to put it together right and I put it together and I was so excited I couldn't wait to launch it and guess what there was virtually no one interested in it I had a few people sign up for it for about a month and then they just weren't interested in it you know And what I realized was that what my clientele wanted was that they wanted hands-on. They wanted to be in groups. They wanted to be uh, working with me versus just doing an online program, right? So this is when I then established, you know, consistency clinics and golf tours and and so on, spending time with, with, you know, my clientele a lot more. And then, um, you know, because people want to talk about their golf. They want to be heard. They want someone like me to just sit there and listen to what's going on about their golf, right? So that was the first point was that I wasn't providing the services my clientele wanted, right? So then the second one was that, oh, man, it's my mindset around money. Now, whether we realize it or not, we have a mindset around money. And what I didn't realize at the time was what my thinking was what my thoughts were around money and it's really funny when I look back at it because when I actually look back at it now and when I looked at it at the time I felt really uncomfortable about being paid for my teaching it was really weird sort of sensation it was a weird feeling I had and it was like I felt like I wasn't worthy I wasn't good enough and that I didn't deserve it now this comes back to my childhood when I felt like I wasn't good enough right so quite an interesting thought now you may be going through the same sort of stuff this is why i'm bringing it up now i'm a really big believer because i've done so much work on my mindset and so on over the years i'm a really big believer in what you put out into the universe the universe hears you so it's going to hear you whether you think it or whether you say it or both 
And it's going to give you what you're telling it, right? What you're saying to the universe. So if I was saying that I wasn't comfortable about being paid for what I do and I didn't feel like I was worthy and I wasn't good enough and I didn't deserve it, then of course it's going to give me what I was thinking and saying, wasn't it? So the first step around it was that to keep telling myself that I believed that I was worthy and good enough and I deserved it because at the time I was saying, oh, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I feel uncomfortable. Well, then the universe is not going to bring me what I wanted, was it? So it's really interesting, isn't it, how your mind and your these preconceived ideas work and how this actually operates is it usually stems from events that have happened over your life. And then when you say them often enough, like that money makes you feel uncomfortable or you're not worthy or you're not good enough or you don't deserve it, you're going to believe it and then it becomes your truth, right? So then it, that is what you then believe because that's your truth, right? So it's, it's very interesting in what you're putting out there, what you're saying, what you're thinking, right, what you're feeling and so on. The universe is listening. So those were the two major things that came up with regards to the harder you work, the luckier you get. So this may be coming up for you. This is why I share these lessons is because I know if I'm feeling this way or I went through this way um, beforehand, before I began that work, I mean really identifying what was going on, you may be going through this too. So I want to make sure that you become more and more aware. Okay, so the second lesson is commitment. Now, this comes up quite a lot and not with me, but what I focus on is, you know, is really to completely commit 100% with everything that I do. And people say that I become obsessed about things. And yeah, you know what? I've identified that I can be obsessed, but you know, my belief is really it stems from, from two reasons that I become obsessed. And that is one, I'm really passionate. And number two, I really want to be the best that I can be. So is that obsessive? Mm, I don't believe so. But I do j joke about it. But the thing is that I'm really committed. But my question is, is why do people struggle to commit? It's something that they tell me that they want yet they really struggle with it, right? So people really struggle with committing to things. So let's look at weight loss because this um, comes up quite a lot. People talk about losing weight, and I've spoken about it before in a previous episode, but this just keeps coming up. Why do people struggle to commit to losing weight? Or better still, really, you know, really look after themselves. And I, this is what I believe, right? So this is my belief. And one is I think that what they feel is that they feel that if they go on a weight loss journey or they start to look at losing weight, one is that they feel that they're going to have to go without. And number two, they think that it's going to be really hard. And you know what? Anything that we really want does require commitment and effort, right? So if we're looking at something that we're going to have to go without and we're going to think that it's really hard... Well, we're going to have this mental battle with it, aren't we? But the thing is, is how are we going to get over this hump? Right? How are we going to get over this hump if you think that you're going to have to go without and you think that it's going to be really hard? So my belief is if you want it bad enough, 
you're going to do something about it. And I spend a lot of time with listening to people. And a lot of the time, a lot of the conversations about weight loss comes up and weight and food, right? And it comes up all the time. And people want to lose weight. And this may be you. You may be talking about it, but you're not taking action because I know people that do this all the time. And, you know, people feel that that FOMO, right, that fear of missing out. And really, it doesn't have to be that way. Remember, this is all about mindset, right? And I know that when I was going, because I had put on a bit of weight, you know, I started eating some foods and so on a few years ago and I all of a sudden was 10 kilos heavier than I ideally wanted to be. And I was like, what the right and then I made some decisions and a commitment on on what I wanted to make sure that I did and I've kept it off right because I've made the decision and I made the commitment right but if you're one of these people that you you know you want to lose weight and it keeps coming up time and time again and you keep talking about it and you were talking about it 12 months ago and you know what before you know it here we are 12 months down the track and you still keep talking about it what happens in another 12 months because in another 12 months you know what happens with time right it goes by really really quickly and then guess what the conversation's going to come up again so if you're in this position right now with regards to you're not committing yourself to this weight loss my question to you is Do you want to be in this same position in 12 months' time? Do you want to be having this same conversation in 12 months' time? Because believe you me, if you're not going to commit now, you keep talking about it, in 12 months' time, I can guarantee we'll probably have the same conversation again. Because you keep avoiding it because of what? Why does that keep happening? One is that you think that you may have to go without and two, you're going to think that it's really hard. It's not that hard. It's just making a commitment. And I'll give you another example. I was like that with Reach Your Potential with Tiff. I'd been talking about this idea of putting together Reach Your Potential with Tiff for, for a few years now and I kept waiting and I kept waiting. Oh, let's wait until the lady golf teacher gets set up and let's wait till it gets the, the you know set up the way that I want to get it set up and... You know, then 12 months later, I was still thinking and I was still talking about it, you know, in the same conversation. And then another 12 months went by and, you know, the same thing, you know, the same conversation kept coming up. And I, I was like, well, I don't know how to do it. And I had this idea. And I'd even, like even last year, I'd written a business plan for it. But why wasn't I taking any action on it? What was going on? You know, and for me, it was maybe I was waiting until. And I didn't really know what until was, until what. And it maybe could have been the right moment. And that's the thing. It doesn't matter whether it's weight loss or, you know, me starting the Reach Your Potential with TIFF business or whatever it is. It was like waiting for the right moment. But you know what? There's never going to be the right moment. And why I got into gear about Reach Your Potential with Tiff was I was tired of having this same conversation with myself all the time. Come on, Tiff, you've got to get it started. Come on, start at it. Right, and this may be coming up for you if you're going, you know, you've got this fear of doing this weight loss thing. Right, you might be waiting for the right moment. But aren't you tired of having this same conversation with yourself about it? 
Do you think it's like, come on, like it's time. It's time to get this started. And this is what I went through with Read Your Potential with TIFF because I'd been talking about it for so long. And I'd been away overseas and I'd taken a group of ladies over for a golf tour and I'd been in England with my husband um, on a um, you know holiday, which was best I reckon the best holiday we've ever had. And then I came back and I went, you know what, let's go. Let's start this path because if you don't start now, you'll never start. And the time's now. And guess what? If you get started, the path will open up for you, right? doesn't matter. You've got your business plan in place. You're not really sure how you're going to go, but you know what? Just go. So here we are. You're listening to me now. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you for, for doing so. But it's time, right? It's time to make a difference in your life. It's time to go out there and it's time to go after what you want. It's time to make that commitment. So whatever your commitment is now, right? Whatever your commitment is, now is the time. Now is the time. The time is now. Stop waiting, right? Just go for it because the path will open up for you. I can guarantee the path will open up for you. Because by me starting Reach Your Potential with TIFF has allowed me to get some things in place, right? I've written, I wrote a book before I, before I went away, which is part of the Reach Your Potential with TIFF. I can't wait to release the book. I've created a Get Focus program. I can't wait to release the Get Focus program. I'm recording all these podcasts because I want to help you. I want you to pursue what you want in your life. So stop waiting, whatever it may be, make that commitment and go for it, okay? Go for it. So I hope you enjoyed today's two lessons on um, for the week. So the first lesson was the harder you work, the luckier you get. Remember, it depends on what you're working on. And the second lesson was commitment. So I hope you enjoyed that. Now, I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best with what you heard today, what your biggest, biggest takeaways from today were. I'd love you to come and join the Reach Your Potential with TIFF Facebook group. So remember, just go over to Facebook and type in Reach Your Potential with TIFF Facebook group. Come and join it. I'm starting up another um, segment in what I want you to do is I want you to ask me a question. So if you're listening to these episodes, which thank you again for doing so, I want you to reach out and ask a question. So I will have it set up on my website. I haven't done it as of yet, but there'll be an area in which you can go and ask a question. If you'd love to ask a question, you'd love me to answer it. I'll answer it on an episode. You can also um, email me at tiff at tiffany-mica.com. That's a little dash in between tiffany-mica, M-I-K-A.com. Love to hear from you. And if you've got friends that you know would benefit from these episodes, I'd love it if you could share them with your friends because we want to build the Reach Your Potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. And what I want you to do is dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, make that commitment and just go and make it happen. Have an awesome day. Talk soon. Take care. Bye-bye.